I can't even hear myself. I'm talking shit and whatnot. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Dope Thoughts Podcast. How's everybody doing today? Hope everybody is having a wonderful day. If not, motherfucker, we are going to make it better Better starting now. Yas. And uh, I'm glad that the mic wasn't on when you were talking shit about my fort-making abilities. I have piled all of the pillows, which there is a plentiful amount of pillows. I piled all the pillows and blankets next to puffy today and apparently he got a problem with it nah i just wasn't expecting that but expect the unexpected always with us definitely my bad we had to push it back a little bit today i was experiencing technical difficulties we were trying to get our guests um our special guests on the episode all last minute hey julianne what's hey. up though yeah last week also I was butchering your company name and I kind of feel bad. Don't shoot, don't oh, choke me for that. Word. But we put SJ the right Suds. SJ Suds. Shout out to Julianne. If you guys want some organic popping soaps, they help popping. with the eczema, they help popping. with all that. My mom said she's working on a CBD formulation as well. Maybe I wasn't supposed to tell you niggas about it, but I did any goddamn way. Um, I'm really excited about that because, mm-hmm. like, again, like we want to support our friends. We got to hit you up, Julianne, and buy some because I need it. My boy has some soap as well that we've been it's using. It's been helping a lot. It does mm-hmm. help a lot. Um, and people don't realize that. When you buy that traditional Dove, Aveeno, all that other bullshit, whatever the fuck, like, it's okay. Like, it's good for your skin, but they put additives. They put all that extra bullshit to, to coat your skin. It's not necessarily healing your skin, hydrating your skin, and doing all the... The exfoliation. Some, some do, some do, but I will say that I've had the best results when it's more organic, natural, handmade. Exactly. So, so I, I won't shit on it because before I found like the handmade stuff and before handmade stuff. Yeah. 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 You say for that, some right? reason I thought I just said handmaid's tail and then I was like, wait, don't do drugs. <laughs> if you're listening, kids, this is the dare program. Don't do drugs unless it's weed. Right, mom. Right. She said right. And also, I had the purchase Cetaphil for eczema. Oh, word. Okay, yeah. mom's talking about Cetaphil. And it's a body wash. It still takes about ten minutes for you to get the slimy, soapy feel off your body. Yeah, the slopey is. It doesn't work. Yeah, and so oh, you guys, you can't. Organic is the best. You can't see okay. our special guest, but she's talking about the soap, the slimy side effects that you get from some of those shitty soaps or they say that they're going to help you but they don't really help you so stick with the organic sj suds yeah hit her up look it up she said this a thc formulation Ooh. all right i'm with it i'm here for it i'm listen hold on get me high anything weed infused you know i'm with it shit i'm always ready to get elevated (laughs) also yeah facts um my mom told me about this today i guess because like i'm not in new york city i'm not up to date with certain shit and it really makes me sad because i do miss these things so much but i guess today is the fucking puerto rican day parade for all my boricuas out there that's trying to have fun and turn up and do your shit so get your coronas get your barbecue call your auntie your uncle jose juan Pedro, all of them niggas, let them niggas know, yo, we got to go downtown. 
We got to turn the fuck up. Get your flags. We got to do it, y'all. Fuck out of here, man. I want to go back to New York so bad. That's like one thing I can't wait for. Ooh. And then I'm mad. I be listening to Aventura and shit, thinking they Puerto Rican, and them niggas is Dominican. <laughs> like, bro, like I, I could have seen everybody. Everybody love Aventura, so I was like, yo, bro, you yeah, can't go facts. wrong with that, son. That's facts. I, that shit'll get you pregnant. Oof. Guapo, guapo, dímelo, Bobby. So yes, today is the fucking the Puerto Rican Day Parade. So all my people back in New York City. All my Puerto Ricans, go turn the fuck up. Um, it's really cool because, again, like, if you don't know your heritage, if you don't now know you your history, know. and that's the biggest thing, like, me, like, most of y'all know, like, I claim that I'm black, but I am half Hispanic, and I'm majority Puerto Rican, so I'm black and Puerto Rican. I'm definitely big Boricua up there. Um, and, like, I never really knew my heritage. I don't, I don't know my heritage. I wasn't really raised with my Spanish side. I was really mostly raised on my African-American side from Alabama. I always went down south. I know all that shit. I know the food. I know the culture. I understand. I'm more in tune. But, like, everybody, we all, people go on, when they go on vacations, where they go? Puerto Rico. They go to DR. They go to mm -hmm. all these places. But you don't really know the history of these people. So today, everybody wants to celebrate, go out there, go be part of the parade, turn up, do all that crazy shit. Me being a New York native, I know that these parades sometimes get a little crazy, um, <laughs> but it is what it is. But for all of us, for those who don't know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Puerto Rico. Just a little, his little bit of history about Puerto Rico. Um, Puerto Rico, the way it became one of the United States' territories or whatever the fuck you want to call it, because there's a lot of controversy behind that. We're still colonizing, y'all. And basically, okay, in case y'all were wondering, uh, the natives are crying for their land. Uh, we're we're still out there. We're still doing God's good work. But and that's what the the remnants and that's what the voice that's echoed in this parade is Puerto Ricans who's always fought for their independence. And what happened was in nineteen, excuse me, it's not nineteen. 1898, Puerto Rico was invaded by the United States during the Spanish-American War. Mm. And we gained control of Spain's last colony in the Western Hemisphere once we invaded and took over Puerto Rico. So that took a big hit over there. We know there's a lot of beef about that. That also fucks with a lot of people's roots um, with identifying with being either Afro-Latino um, American, Puerto Rican, things of that nature because there's a lot of confliction, dispute because of all that bullshit. Most Puerto Ricans at the time, when the United States came in and invaded and took over, they thought that the U.S. would give them their independence. Of course, that's what we do in all the places we go to. We lie, we tell them some bullshit, we give Here's them political... Freedom. Give me all your resources and fuck your native people. We give them some money, we put some political people in the head in charge to brainwash the people and then we fuck them over. But that wasn't the case. We lied, and we obviously we know that. What ends up happening is, is in 1917, the 19, like the 19, the United States enacts a law mandating that every every person on the island of the United States, I'm excuse me, on the United States, damn, I'm high. On the island of Puerto Rico, has to become a registered U.S. citizen, and then. But now there's a clause. What ends up happening is right after this 1917 law that goes into place is World War One. 
So the United States wasn't looking into, oh, we got all these new citizens. We want them to help contribute to the economy. Yeah, we care about these non-native people and we want them to now be a part of our manifest of destiny and all this American bullshit that we lie and spend it on. Instead, but God told me it was mine. Instead, what ends up happening is the Americans now new now have a new pool of bodies to contribute to the new upcoming war that they foresee happening. And all these Puerto Ricans are forced into a draft and have to represent the United States in World War I. So again, this comes with the ongoing bullshit and the ongoing battle where all these people wanted at the end of the day was their independence. They didn't want to deal with Spain. They didn't want to deal with the United States. All they wanted to do was party and bullshit on their motherfucking island. And party and bullshit. And you know what? I'm going to interject for one second because I know there's more to all of this. But like from an immigrant standpoint, there is something that like every immigrant feels coming to this country. And mom, I wonder if like you have any comments on this, which is like there's an immigrant tax like, you know, full and well that you're going to be coming here and you're going to face some form of racism, some form of hatred. Like, mm. to think that anybody coming to this country doesn't isn't aware of that, it, that's not the case. But something that my mom and I were talking about earlier is, like, you know that, but also think of how strong this country is. That was my mom's point. Yeah. America like, America... Uh, it gives you the freedom to go forward. Mm. If you want to do your own business, you're welcome to it. As long as you're, you pay your dues, your pack, your taxes and your dues, the government will leave you alone. You're Copy. safer here than in any other country. That's why when people say you have a choice to go to this country, that country or this country, they always say United States is the best country to be in because it's the strongest it's obvious that's why they choose usa that's why we're so overwhelmingly diverse i don't disagree with that i don't disagree with that statement at all so mom mom is definitely touching on to something because if we are the bully if we are the strongest thing that's on the playground i'm gonna be your fucking friend yeah. i want to go hang out with you because Yo, if i'm cool with shit. you same shit if you see the school shooter you go befriend that school shooter. It's yeah. the same energy right it's, now. It's they like, may be small. They like, may be small and bullied. I got to play smart. If I'm a small country, a small That's person right. coming from somewhere, coming from nothing, I can't risk or everything. Or also coming from, let's let's keep it 100,000% honest, if I'm also coming from a place that the United States itself destroyed mm. or helped fund and destroy, because mm. that's another thing. Every, I, I don't know how often this comes up and i wonder and i feel like a lot of people from puerto rico would feel the same way because imagine being part of a country that you know that is your home i've never felt like anything other than the u.s specifically new england shout out we're the best like i've never felt like anything was more my home and nothing solidified that than actually going back overseas and but then to be a part and to have your home also be what destroys or helps destroy your roots and your ancestry and where that's from, mm. how does that sit with you? And like to further that, the United States really abused the land and the people that that of 
Puerto Rico, the island. I mean, like, most of the it wasn't colonies. Just, it wasn't just World War One. Like even then, we were using them. Wait, and we were using we those. We that... don't have to look. Look at Alaska. What did mm. we do to Alaska? We took we over Alaska it. and we drilled the fuck out of it for oil. All we do to all the places we take over, we go and we exploit these people and we tell them some other bullshit. We give them lies. We falsify. We create this big picture. We show them, listen, you see all this behind me in the playground? I got the basketball hoop. I got the swings. I got the, you know, I got the skellies thing over there. I got all these activities and this is my shit. If you want to play with it, you got to be cool with me. And and that's kind of fucked up that they do that. But my thing is, like, even now, and that's but it's fucked up. But at the same time, like my mom said, what other options? What What do you have? Are you gonna stay where you're at? No. So, like, so going off of this idea, what options do they have? They have to go fight in World War One, right? And what happens now? They come home to the Great Depression. So they Woo-hoo! leave again. These people were a colony. They got invaded. They got fucking. I can't say ostracized, but they got segregated against and pushed. They got pushed against all these things. They basically got swallowed up by a bigger country. And then they come home to nothing. They don't have jobs. They don't have all these things, all this economy, all this boom, all these amazing things that were promised with, you know, joining the United States. It all just kind of, it doesn't exist for in a little bit. And then what even, what happens even more. So now again, Puerto Ricans are upset. They're disappointed. Um, they have their own political parties that are going back and forth. And I'm not a really, I'm not a political science major. I'm not going to get too in, into the bullshit. You do your own research. But again, Puerto Ricans were still constantly emphasizing the idea of independence. So the United States did not like that. And what's ended up happening is in 1948, they passed a law called Law 57, which the sole purpose of this law Basically, it it's sounds a, fucked up just because they didn't even give a name to it. They just called it the number law. Or, or they call it the gag law is what it's known in most places. Oh, it's basically the worse. whole purpose of the law is to suppress Puerto Rican independence. And they basically made it illegal. They um hold on, I'm going to read it right now for you guys, because I know I'm not bugging. I'm going to read it exactly word for word. The law prohibited owning or displaying a Puerto Rican flag anywhere, even in one's home. It also became a crime to speak against the United States government or to speak in favor of Puerto Rican independence. You couldn't print, publish, sell, or exhibit any type of material intended to paralyze or destroy the government like or enslur the government that was put into place that was now Puerto Rico, you know. Anyone accused or found guilty or disobeying this law could be sentenced to 10 years of prison and a fine of $10,000 or, or, or both. So when you think about it, where it's like, that's fucked up, where they basically, they, 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 they took away your voice. They took away everything. They made you. They, you well, they could... took away your culture, but that's another part of being an immigrant in the United States. You have to give part of it up. You have to always assimilate. And that's what's fucked up. And, like, this is what's going to switch over to my rant and to my segment of Operation Stop Hate. Before you go on to that, like, I'm not, no, I'm going to finish about, this. I'm one thing gonna... about the flag thing, though. Yes, ma'am. Because I think that that's really interesting. But growing up, we used to put outside of our house the, the U.S. flag on one side and the Armenian flag on the other. And, like, my mom's from Beirut, Lebanon. She came here when she was young. But our, our culture. culture is Armenian. So... 
but I asked one year, I was like, why do you put both up? Like, what's what's the deal? You And my mom was like, it's like, I don't know how, how accurate this is. But one day she was like, it's illegal. You can't just put up the you're in america do you know we're immigrants like she she like full meltdown but and it was hilarious and i was like all right all right all right we're always gonna, gonna fight that out. i respect yeah, that yeah like okay you're right we're in the u.s like and also we're armenian like i get it all right cool and i didn't think much about it but now i'm hearing this and i'm like oh they did have laws oh that's awkward like... and, it, and the thing is the, the law only <laughs> stood into place for nine years because one it was deemed Uncon it's unconstitutional as fuck. It was unconstitutional by our First Amendment right of freedom also, of speech. How you have the Confederate flag flying around like it's okay, but that the Puerto Rican flag's the issue. That's literally the anti-US. Yes. Yes. And the second thing is the second amendment or the second article of the Constitution of Puerto Rico also constitutes for freedom of speech. So everything, oh, no so matter all what, of was... all of it was illegal. But the thing was, it's a political yes. campaign. When things are political emphasize and when they have other agendas and other type of money behind it of course they're going to do shit like this we're still experiencing that with the the invasion of the female body and Ooh, them that's one to, of my topics but them trying to push upon certain laws and certain things upon abortion and other stuff mm -hmm. so that's what's kind of fucked up that we see that like we are so Which, like fuck you yes we are so infatuated as a country with control as a whole and it's just sickening. It's completely sickening. It's the, it's sad. And what it, it becomes, it becomes crippling almost to an extent because now it goes over to my, all right. And now again, just to, just to make this a happy thing, shout out to the Puerto Ricans because no matter what that law fucking said for nine years, they still had their flags up. They still fucking party to this day. If you say, I know a po I know Puerto Ricans that will fucking kill you if you call them Dominican, you call them Cuban, you call them anything that's not fucking Puerto Rican. They are right. so, and my, I never understood the emphasis and the heat and the passion of these people. When like, if you speak Spanish, you speak fucking Spanish. I don't know what I you like are. You like look the same. People, but also your people. my people, my <laughs> people. I'm not trying to be mean. Again, I'm not trying to be an no, asshole. No, I'm just cutting ass. I'm just cutting ass. But I'm, I'm trying to get everybody to understand. Like, yes, even I can admit my ignorance and when I'm wrong. But now I understand, and it it it, it now lights a new flame under my ass. So like, I need to learn Spanish more. Like, yeah. I need to do Let's, certain. We need things to do it together. Because like this shit right here, where like. This wasn't that long ago. You know, like I met my great grandparents on my Puerto Rican side. And actually, I met my great great grandparents on my Puerto Rican side as That's well. A you know, so it's things like that. So I met people who were not also possibly the first generation after slavery, but the people who had to deal with segregation and deal with integration and assimilation in such a large scale when they were so afraid of who they were and trying to figure out what to do. You know, so it's one of those things to realize, like, we are all a product of living history. You know, like, we're all, every single day, waking up, trying to figure out, what's my purpose? What am I here for? But we don't even know who the fuck we are. We're still trying to figure out broken history because these people, and that's the reason I keep saying these people, because I put it on a generic thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to tag and put whatever the fuck. But you got people out there whose agenda, whose sole purpose is to lie to us consecutively. Because the more you don't know who you are, you can never be confident in what you produce and what you do and what you pursue in life. Mm -hmm. And that's what's fucked up. 
Because if you knew you came from greatness, if you knew you came from the stars, if you knew that there was gold in your blood, if you knew all these things, nothing could stop you. But if they always tell you you are a slave, you come from a broken country, your country is nothing. You didn't have anything until we came here. You were savages. You didn't even have light and potable water, you disgusting people. Like when you hear things like that and you want me to say- Or even worse, like I think that's that's the part of it. But then another thing is, is like, you guys are demons that's the other thing that they always do is like they tell you you are the devil and the only way to save yourself is to follow them yes like that that is the 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 main part of it and we still teach that in schools yes that, that is an indoctrinated part of society and that's where and if you don't feel it it's probably because you've benefited from it and this is where operation stop hate comes into place because right now look at what's happening with the asian community mm-hmm. like and my thing is and i'm not i'm not saying look what's happening my point is, is they're the ones that's being targeted is the Asian community. A year for ago, what? for uh, crimes against them and hate crimes and all these other things and people being racist and doing all this other shit, yada, yada, yada. But a year ago, it was Black Lives Matter. Now it's Asian Lives Matter. Like, it gets to the point, like, again, like, and I don't want to be like, oh, all lives matter, but we need to just stop playing that card. We need to just figure this shit out. Like, it, it gets to a point where these political agendas get spun always to such a point where we attack each other. We we always fight and attack each other instead of fixing these rudimentary issues. So then I would say, I would further that, because I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said. I'm going to further that and say like, because another thing that bothers me, which I've been venting to you about nonstop, and I am sure you are tired of hearing about it. But uh, another thing that bothers me and drives me absolutely crazy is like, yeah, my whole life, ever since I was a kid, my mom snatched everything cultural off me the second 9-11 Because you had to assimilate. Yeah, well, assimilation was one as part of it, but we still kept some of our culture. Then yeah. 9-11 hit and that was it. There yeah. was uh, no dressing up like that. None of that jewelry. Shut the. You better learn how to get rid of that accent. Like, and it was very, and it was very stringent. So it's like every culture that isn't. Well, I would say even even the stereotypical white person now has a stigma of being stereotypical white person, right? Like there is stigmas now. Like, oh, you're the uh, you're the the mass shooter or whatever the fuck. Like there there are stereotypes for every single race and culture but it all stems from exactly what you're saying but we american now like there is no more race it's to a point like what my mom is saying like, we are a melting pot like we can co- like you got people who come here who literally have to brush off who they are and become american yeah. like we got asians but then what is go- american american is literally a melting pot of those cultures so you can't say they don't exist but i feel like the thing is is we always use race to attack a problem instead of attacking the problem. Yes, and and you, what you're and that's what I'm saying. This and that's what, what I'm oper- trying to get to. I'm trying to agree with you. And this is where Operation Stop Hate comes into place. Mm. Was because like this is the whole shit where like again like we always we always pick a person. We always could pick a thing. It's always that one thing that can set everyone off, and then it's like oh hate them. You know, like like again, like cancel culture. Yeah, it's like, really that's easy it to now. hate a person. It's really easy to hate a race or or a culture of people because that's what we know to do. But it's really hard to look at a systematic issue and say, how do we fix this? Because it is literally in everything from education to to, to like every fucking thing. Like it's in everything. And it's just it's the system. It's it's literally your your country's culture. And it sucks how and it's just, I think it's humanistic. But as soon as we get mad. We forget all the amazing things that we got or we learned or we did from these people and these cultures. 
You know, like, think about it that way. Like, even Middle Eastern culture. I wouldn't know what halal is, nigga. I don't know what, I don't even know what that means in English, but I swear to God, I go around New York and I'm like, yo, where the halal stand? Where's the Habibi stand? Yo, everybody pointed out, yo, he's over there. You want the chicken Those or you want the goat? Things, I know, I know the halal, but even then, my point is, is culturally, New York, when we talk, we know what we're saying, even though it may sound racist and it does sound how it is. Because it is. It's not racist. <laughs> what you, it's the halal trucks, right? What you call it? Okay. I don't know what they're called. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Literally anybody from New York, correct me. What you I know, call that it? That is, if you're from New York, that's right. If you're from New York, that's right. But that's another thing even, that I think even, is funny. Like it's, and that's the funny thing about diaspora. If you're saying trying to be racist, like no, 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 but that's the funny thing about diaspora, and that's why I fucking love diaspora. That's why I love a big American cities because you see that melting pot shit. Like literally, oh, you embrace it now. It's like yes. this is who I. If this is how you're going to identify me, I'm gonna use this as positive marketing. This is and who this I is am, it. bitch. Like, this and now everybody who's around me, the millions of people that are around me that have the same culture, we're a thing now, bitch. And yes. other people now, we get to embrace and now gra gravitate towards something new because we didn't know what this was unless you brought this shit here. Mm -hmm. Prime example: Stop Asian hate, my nigga. There are so many things of my life. The Wu Tang Clan, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Games, Bruce Lee, um, Chinese food, bootleg movies, bootleg jerseys, y'all females, your bootleg Gucci's, Louis Vuitton's, your Prada bags. Who made that? The Asians. So as quick as y'all, like as quick anime, anime? like how many, more, more Asian shit. Let me think of more Asian shit I can think of. Mm. Bootleg Pokemon, yo. Sushi? First yo. of all, if you don't like Asians, you can't have sushi. And that's you can't have the food. You can't. You can't. If you're oh, racist, you said sushi too. That's a, there's if so you're many... racist against any culture, you cannot benefit from that culture. That's like a new rule. You can't go get the massages. You can't have no licky licky happy time. You can't do any none of that. Of that. Shit. None, none of that. None of that shit. And that's and that that's the part. My if y'all want so concerned, right? If y'all want to start acting like that, that's how it gotta be now. Like straight up. It really got to be to a point where you got to lose privileges. You got to lose access. You cannot access. call me a terrorist and then go get fucking tabule. And yes, that's how you say you it. You can't tabule. get hummus. All you white women out there who love hummus now, who you think made it. Yes, the people who came over on the plane. Yes, me. they made it. So don't act like that. That's all I'm trying to say is, yo. My mom in the back like, I made the hummus. Fuck that. Even better. Your fashion, your linens, all these different people. Yeah. The different things that go like that. That's African. That's Indian. I was about to say, that's, that's all Eastern. oriental. That's, that's Asian. We could just call that oriental. That all of that. So good. our way of life, who we are, would not be rice. Corn is Mexican. Like, there's so many things right. of who we right. are as that's people. Like, every culture just stood up when you said rice. Every culture has their own rice. Like, that's one thing. You know what? Rice really be bringing people together. Maybe that's something we do. Rice Maybe. is rice, nigga. Rice yes. is rice. So it's one of those things, like, just as much as people want to hate and perpetuate all these negative things and do all this stuff, like, we have to sit there and realize that without these people being different and who they are and embracing that stuff, Embrace we, would, we would not be where we are. So we need to stop the fucking hate. Stop it. There is no progression. We can't get... To the next level of human evolution, if we continue to act like this, it's not gonna work. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm like that 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 that's real talk, and that's what today solidifies in the Puerto Rican heritage. 
today Get solidifies back the, on no, topic. No matter yes. what you guys do, no matter what you say, hold on to who you are, what you stand for, love what you come from, love what you represent, and all those things. If someone tells you not to be that, even then, this is Pride Month. The same people, they were segregated against, they were fought against, people did all this fucked up shit, said all these evil things. They fought, they did all of that, and no matter what, these people are still beautiful, loving people. So at the end of the day, be who you are. Fuck that. that that's what it comes down to. That's what America, that's what we stand on. When they came to Plymouth Rock, it came on thoughts and freedom. Thoughts and freedom. That's what the fuck we do here. We have kids, we turn up, and we do free shit, bro. That's what it comes down to. Welcome to America. We shoot guns. We have sex. We smoke weed. Yes. And whoa, whoa, we whoa, whoa, fucking whoa. kick over your sandcastles at the beach because ours is better, loser. Yo, facts. Bitch. So, everybody right America. now, shout out to my Puerto Ricans. Do your thing today. Do your thing. I don't Get give a drunk, fuck. I'm upset. Have I don't all have the Bacardi. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Play Mark Anthony on repeat all day, all the every day. Yes. My mom not even Puerto Rican. She going to play that shit. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, oh. So. I love it. Yo, also, real quick, shout out, mom. Thank you for listening to literally every type of music when I grew up. Like, that shit is so, you I'm so glad. It's, it's, but it's the best way to get to know yes. people and yes. culture. That's, Food that's, and music I is the best way. But you and, but that's the thing you said. That. Music and food is that's how you yes. embrace culture that brings everyone together. What's that other music? What's that other yes. sound? What other sound? There's something coming from the TV. There's another thing. No, it was people outside. I remember the windows open. There's kids outside. Oh, I'm bugging. There's a lady screaming out there. Yeah, kids. Oh, don't, don't you do got drugs. me scared. Don't, don't do drugs. Yeah, that's shit. my bad. I was like, what sound coming thought, from the TV? I is the grudge? I thought. What the your cousin? Oh, go no. No, that's why I keep my hair braided for the episodes because uh -uh. I look too scary love on screen. We love you, mom. Let us know when you get home. Say hello to all your podcast friends. Yes, we uh, will. Yes, all the podcast friends listening. Yes. You, you hear that? My mother said, uh, "Have a good day." Yeah, mom says hello. She loves you guys. Mom, be safe. Let us know when you get upstairs, please. Yes, I will. Don't right, be fighting the other old people you. in the parking lot. Yeah, 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 perfect. Please. That's perfect. Thank you. If you see any Puerto Ricans, you be like, Maybe don't yell that, though, because I don't think you'd have the confidence to pull that off. Facts. And it might come out weird. So if you, if you don't, gotta... just don't, don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. All right. I love you, Mom. Okay, love you guys. Love you, Mom. Uh, we will. What's your next topic? What'd you got oh. for me? All right. So, well, again... you know what? While we're on this topic of being free, and the United States and all this good shit. I love you. Love you. Uh, well, as my mother leaves, we're gonna we're gonna get into some thought shit real quick. Uh oh. So yes, mom, you're taking a uh, a leave She's of absence at the, at right the time, proper time because right your daughter's about to get very inappropriate. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and mom, exits. be safe. Yes. Okay. Um. Exit scene left. So no. So I want to bring up some real thought shit. And Meg the Stallion just dropped a new song, literally called Thought Shit. And yes, yes, you thought you thought I was playing. I, I was not. Bitch. It is stuck in my head every day. Awesome. I hate awesome. that bitch. Awesome. Yo, awesome. Meg yes. the Stallion. Yes. Okay, 
I'm yes. gonna be a true hater right now. No, I'm sorry. you can hate all you want, but guess what? This song actually had a good message. I'm here for it. Megan the Stallion is a scallywag. Let her be. Let her be a scallywag. And Let her be a scallywag. You Google what a scallywag is. You go ahead and do that. And I'm gonna go ahead and bless these people. Don't with... play that stupid ass song. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Don't put it all up in the mic. I don't want to hear it too loud. Fuck that hoe. I hate her. Anyway. Anyway, so real she quick, dropped this song. She's a scallywag. And you wanna know the definition of a scallywag in Webster's dictionary is Webster a, is a person, typically a child, who behaves badly, but in an amusingly mischievous rather than harmful way. Or a rascal. That's who she is. And that's cute. It's Honestly, cute. that sounds cute. That's a cute-ass definition. It's cute, but it's more annoying, I guess, for me as a whole. I guess, like, because I feel like at, at the stage of where we are in, in hip-hop, like, this ain't a hip-hop podcast, but fuck that. I'm going on the rant. Um, the stage that we are in hip-hop, like, I feel like it gets to a point. I don't mind seeing the nakedness and seeing all that. I love it. I don't get enough of it. It's everywhere. Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, click, click, like, like, like all day. I get it. But it gets to a point where, like, show me what other talents and skills you have. Like, if you are claiming that you are a lyricist, a rapper, an artist, show me those skills. Like, I can, I know what you look like. See, and here's the funniest part about everything you're saying, and that's why I just let you rock real quick. Yes. That's what the whole fucking song is about, is literally, it starts off with a U.S. senator which is another reason I wanted to bring this up because it brings up the abortion laws and everything else. It starts off with a U.S. senator in his office basically writing under after a meeting with all these other fucking senators, writing underneath one of uh, Body by Megan Thee Stallion, writing underneath her video saying like, progressive women that promote whatever should all go and die or some shit like that, right? And then he's like so proud of himself and then he jerks off to the fucking video. So... And it brings a very important point of like you people are so quick to judge and to say hypocritical shit. But that whole fucking song, in my opinion, she promoted her lyrical skills. She was a whole thought and every single person in that video was pantsless and was twerking the entire video, which I found to be top class, like top class, like truly well done. The ass shaking was choreographed beautifully left cheek, right cheek. Mm -hmm. And. Also, the fucking Cheerios was Trina O's. So shout out to Trina. That's right. That's how you do it. Take your hat off to so, the best. What is what but is this? What is the, what? and then and then the whole thing is basically them harassing the shit out of this U.S. senator because it's the whole point of your nurses, your mother, the doctors, the people who pick up your trash, the people like everybody in your life at this point. It has like women control your life at this point, and so do men, but it's an equal playing field. So I, I, I'm tired of people being like, oh, women can't do this, women can't do that. Really? Because you want women to be whores, you want women to be classy, you want women to be nuns, you want women to be mothers, you want them to be all these things independently, but no one woman can do all of those 
things together. And I like that this one video basically speaks on all of that and goes, no, uh, fuck you. I'm my own woman. I can do what I want. And that also means I can decide when I want to have a kid. Maybe I don't want to have a kid with this U.S. senator. (laughs) And maybe I need to get an abortion because I don't want to represent him or his kid. Right. So like it really. And by the end of the video, they put him under in surgery and then all of the women doctors take his um, his foreskin and sew a pussy on his lips. Because, yeah, if you want to talk shit, get hit, bitch. So I you want to talk about she needs to portray a message and I want to see what else you got other than your ass. She has something for you. There's ass. nothing positive about us. All I wanted to say about my whole rant was I just want more positivity. Like even in the male rap. Field. I was about to say Juicy J. Every no, 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 so see, many see, male rappers, see, especially I from know, the south, is talking I, about this shit. I know, but you talk about ass shaking. Know, so when the strippers talk about their own ass shaking, but that's not what I. But that's not literally. That's my point. So you trying to play the Jeopardy game that we play off the podcast? That's not all I'm trying to say. Is I feel that we're getting to a point that in rap, that this persona, this gangster rap, and this stop rap persona needs to die because it's not progressing the art. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Like, look at all these rappers okay, recently okay, who have okay. died. Like, we just got mad at Little Dirk and all these other guys. Pushaisi or another dude just got shot in the face. Or Pushaisi shot a nigga on stage. His name, what kind of name who, is Pushaisi? I don't even know who these people are. That's my point. I'm sorry, all anybody who got shot. I, I don't mean to disrespect. I genuinely don't know who these all people I'm are. All I'm trying to say is, like, genuinely, I'm getting to a point as someone who is a hip-hop enthusiast who I love lyricism. You know I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Lil Wayne, as much as he looks like a gremlin and he looks like something I shit out last night, <laughs> oh no one is better at the puns and the the the, the, way, line on the, line on the, the way he line. does shit, yo, bro, it makes you laugh because it's like, yo, there's no way in hell this retard thought of this. And I'm not trying to say retard in a <laughs> negative way. I mean, literally, because he is so high and drunk, he's stuck. He's literally fucked himself over. You know, and Wayne raps. Wayne is fire. Wayne is that dude. So again, all I'm trying to say is I, I'm really just annoyed that like Megan, every video, every song, every hit, every something she does, all she is is naked. The flow is the same. The message is the same. Yeah, thoughts can do everything. Yes, I appreciate that. Yes, <laughs> clap it up. Yes, women run the world. Single-handedly, yes, women... We would not be where we are without women. I understand that. But I need you to show me other skills, bitch. Like, your resume just can't be rapper, thought, that's it. I'm Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all she do. Oprah I mean, she had did mother- just get a degree. Exactly. She got a degree. She And that's why, and that's what I was going to say, that's why everything you said, that's why I call her a scallywag. Because she knows specifically all the marketing antics, everything that she's doing, her whole image and all of that. Like, again, the bitch went to school. You got a four-year, $100,000 degree. You got an education. She can think. Mm-hmm. She has foresight, which means she knows right from wrong. Mm-hmm. But she knows what sells, like we all do. But my point is, again, is what agenda? What is she trying to push? What is her goal? What is she trying to accomplish? What type of career? What type of longevity is she trying to have because that image doesn't last long in hip hop. Look at everybody You're right about the longevity. I'll give you that. I'll give you that about longevity and everything else. Like Missy and, I, Elliott. and I do see your point about having some sort of even Trina mission or vision. Trina was the number one. Yo, Trina, little Kim, um, who else? Foxy Brown. 
They had their shit. They had runs. They did it for but 10 it's like years. like you're saying, they sizzled out. Even Eve. Eve. Eve was a butch. Eve was a nigga. And then she popped off. And then she went into like some sexy shit. And then her career Eve elevated. Hold up. Eve no, was sexy at every stage. I know. Short hair, long hair. Yo. But that's my point. But yes. she was playing that in-between role. Like she wasn't fully trying to show you like, this is my cooch. This is that. But when she did that, that's what pushed her even multi-platinum. So they they showed off skills. They worked with executives. They worked with certain people to show so much shit. To show you know what I'm saying, other assets about who they were. To show the overall piece, their artistry. And for like when Megan, it just really upsets me consecutively throughout how book smart she is, how street savvy she is. Even after getting shot in your foot, you still got the same thought antics. And that pisses me off where instead of trying to even look at prime example, Zendaya, every role Zendaya plays in to an extent, she shows that femininity. She can show that extra part. She can get vulnerable and get sexy, but she's always classy and she's always pushing herself. So that's my point where it's like you can play both sides. I don't give a fuck what side you play. But at the end of the day is you represent black woman as a whole. You represent artists or some Joe Budden shit. You represent creators to an extent. So if you represent something bigger than that, you have to show the world I have more to give than just my physical. So and at what point? Because let's not forget. Yes, here's, ma'am. Here's, and that's just two, me on my rant. And it's all good. I'm glad we're having this rant open to the public because I don't think either of us are right or wrong. Exactly. But I have two points. I have two points to argue with. One of them is I just want you to think about because I know in your own life you can understand this statement. When something is suppressed, after a while, it's like the it's like the top on top of the boiling pot. After a mm. while, it pops off. Yes, so now imagine women have been bastardized, demonized, and sexually repressed since at least the start of Abrahamic religions. So after that, thousands of years of suppression and especially sexual suppression, and even today where women are getting um, harassed, not even abused. harassed, but they're getting literally their, their sexual organs mutilated so that they are not sexually pleasured or pleasurable. Yeah. Like that's still happening to this day. So I think that still after, barbaric shit. Yeah, yeah, like after a while there there has to be some fuse let off somewhere. And I think I that's disagree. another reason why so many women are ready to be like, "Yes. Yes. Go crazy." Because sometimes we don't need classy because we've sh- we've been shown classy. And classy, sexy, right? But we haven't been able to be wild. Whereas men, you've been able to be plastered half naked in thongs and everything on TV for years. But I feel like (laughs) let us give give us a couple years of wilding out, right? And we just came out of a pandemic. Like shit's going to be horny and crazy for the next couple years. I really think so. I don't disagree. You are correct. You're correct. Everything you're saying is correct. No, no, no. But I I just, I want to, I want to keep going with it because uh, the other thing that, you were saying, which is like, you know, she has to do more. But we have to remember, Megan also is still part of the new class of hip hop. She's up there with Lotto and them. They came out at the same time. The only difference is Meg has been putting out so many hits and so many records in such a short amount of time. We feel like she's been in the game longer than she has. 
Ooh. So I'm just saying people. Like, I feel oh. like we put the same pressure on her that we don't put on people like Lizzo, for example, who's literally twerking on her Instagram half naked every single fucking day. I don't think there's any pressure. It just And goes, she only dropped one album. It goes back to like you just said. You're consistently putting yourself in the limelight. So you're putting yourself mm-hmm. out there to be judged Touché. is what it comes down to. And if what we're constantly judging is the same bullshit, then yes, we I have a problem with it. And I think okay. that's what it comes down to. So and, you feel like it's not necessarily how long someone been in the game. It's like, okay, you've been in the limelight for a while. You're telling me we haven't gotten any flavor other than this one flavor. Yeah, even Cardi B to an extent. Like, Cardi B was doing the same shit. We haven't heard nothing from her for a whole summer. A whole oh, year. I think she just dropped something, but I didn't go look at it yet. But that's my point. Cardi knows her shit. And that's what I'm saying. There's a formula to this. When you're hot, you're hot. And you're going to keep doing shit. But you got to show off your versatility. You get what I'm saying? Like, even Lil Nas. Look at him. He did country yes, roles. I'm loving it. I know, but he did country roles. Then he disappeared. Then he dropped the Hey There Panini song. And that was only a track on the radio. Then he disappeared. Then he came back with this song. You know, so it's like it's one of those things where people know what to do to get the buzz, to get the rec- get to get the, the 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 clicks on them. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like they're they're witty. These people are extremely witty, and there's a formula behind all of it. But at the end of the day, even little baby, I'm getting frustrated with him. Yeah, I'm Wait, like little baby or the baby because honestly, baby, I thought they were the me. same fucking person for a long, long time, and then I was like, that picture don't look like that picture, and then Phil was like, because that's two different people, and I was like, but that's the baby, and he's like, no, 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 the baby doesn't exist. That's little baby, and that's the baby, and I was like, fuck English, and we both found that out at the same time, so, so it's okay. Here we are. You can't okay. do this to immigrants, people. Listen, <laughs> uh, it ain't your fault. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. I was born here. Don't try and kick me out. All right. So fuck hip hop. I'm tired of talking about this on a hip hop podcast. It's true, um, but I did have to go on that rant for my for my own for my own personal. But also, I felt like I know I knew that this was going to be a heated topic because I know how you feel about Megan Thee Stallion specifically. And to be fair, you do love very specific and very talented female artists yes especially black female artists yes so Rhapsody, i know i know Missy you do. Elliot, i know you, we Eve, say this every like, time like i know you do with you have a even long megan even this is the thing like it's not that i don't like megan yeah i'm just frustrated because like you want her to show more of who she is i'm just tired of seeing you naked and your skills are trash like, i would want i would want her to rap about more shit I don't disagree with that because she does have a lot of personality and a lot to offer. Like, it's the same thing with Drake. Like, this next album from Drake... It better be fire or else we got to fight. Like, yo, and that's the point. Like, And that's the thing. Like, we we already have, like, this certain type of precedence in our mind. You get what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. that's maybe... Like, I guess that's, that's even the shit with, with Megan. Like, I'm expecting her... If you're going to be the next Juicy J or... Pimp C and Bum B and they, like these niggas always push the envelope. They always did something, and I'm not saying that she's not doing that, but I just feel like she's she's going she's going the easy route. But I don't I don't want to talk about her no more. I really all don't right. want to talk. It's about all her. good. We don't have to talk about her no more. Uh, it's your we're gonna hit for hit right. So it's your topic. Next? My topic next. Yeah. So I remember last week. I don't think it was last week or the episode before last week. I was talking shit about everybody and all my family, and I was like, Yo, I know y'all getting COVID. Y'all gonna turn into zombies, and when y'all turn into zombies in ten years, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I have my gun training, oh my and I'm gonna God. come and get y'all. You know, I'm gonna make sure that I'm the one to personally come and get y'all. You know, things like that. You know, like, and I was, I was talking shit about I feel everybody. Like that's another movie idea. We've been coming up with a lot of movie ideas recently. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, my my aunt said just to go back to Megan, 
She says, um, Megan is for the younger generation, and these younger kids are drawn there, they have more visual um stimulation, not lyrics, which I totally understand. Yeah, and, and the content. So again, the sexuality, the visuals that go along with that, there's more content, there's more things that you can do instead of trying to show how witty you are, how punny you are. And my that's thing, that's true. For and us, I, it was you sexual correct. innuendo because we liked that, like that play. But it's true that in this generation, it's like give it to me in my face. They don't have like they, they have ADHD. They, they they got so much stimulation. They got so much shit. My thing is, I guess coming from a poet, like I love listening to the music. Like when I, because I zone out when I listen to my music. I like to like pretend and make You're pictures in my mind. Yeah, exactly. So when I'm listening to this shit, like when I hear certain lyrics that I can't visualize or I have to over visualize or it does something else to me, it makes me really happy. Like it does something to me where I'm like, yo, whoever your teacher was that pushed you, yes, keep doing that. And that's what I like. Like, it's just something about that. And to see you still doing the ABC rap, it's, it's whack. It's, I, I'm just really tired of it. But you, but that sounds like you saying that to this that's whole pr- new generation. Yes. I'm not yeah. talking about her. And I got that's the reason I don't listen to all the new rap. The yeah, there's is, only, I think we talked about this the other day. There's only a couple people we really Corday. talked with hard. Yeah, Corday is really like the, and I don't want to even call him part of like the crew he used to be a part of or is a part of or whatever. But him alone, he's pretty talented. Yeah, straight up. Simba. There's some dudes, there's some hitters, but it is what it is. Yeah, we can talk about that another day. Anyway. So I was talking shit about the whole COVID people and everybody getting the vaccine. And, you know, if you do the magnet test, you're probably going to turn into a zombie. So I was making fun of a lot of you <laughs> niggas. Um, again, there's still more science that is being done. There are more people being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Biden and his slimy ass people are pushing for more people to hurry up and get the vaccines by the 4th of July. You know, they're trying to get hurry up and push us to get towards herd humidity. Herd immunity. immunity, which is great, which is amazing. Which, which is what seventy cool. percent vaccination, yeah, or seventy percent like infection or some shit some like bullshit. That. There are a couple of states that are basically borderline almost there, which is great, which is amazing. Shout out to you niggas. That means y'all don't go there because that's where the zombie apocalypse is going to happen. So there was news. I think that we're one of those states, but <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all niggas. Do your own research. <laughs> Go fuck. Oh, so right now it's stop season. Yeah. Stop season means it's traveling season, it's party season. Traveling and partying. What's the best way to travel and party? On a cruise. I was about, I was literally gonna say a boat. Like, come on. I don't go on I don't go on cruises. I feel like that's a horrible thing to do to the environment, but I feel you. I agree with you. And I saw the Titanic and I saw what happens when niggas die. I was about cruises. to say these boats is I'm a lot good. bigger than the Titanic. Uh mm-hmm. like five times as big as the original type. So I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm all set. Sorry, can't do it. So I like Royal Royal Caribbean. They went out on a cruise. Okay. Um, the ship departed from St. Martin on June 5th. And basically, when they got back here, here and I guess the they yeah, in the US, yes, exactly. Everyone on the ship was vaccinated before prior to leaving the United States, right? What happens is is before they release everyone back into the public, they do like you know, a COVID test, you know, just to make sure everybody's okay. Two people still came up positive. With COVID, even though they were already vaccinated. And the only way they found out was because of the test. 
You get so what I'm saying? They were asymptomatic. They were asymptomatic. They had nothing. They, they're right now, the company is going through contact tracing. They're expediting all the tests for anyone who's made close contract with them. Um, they're making sure they're monitoring, monitoring the situation. Basically, the individuals were completely asymptomatic, and they are right now currently in isolation and being monitored by their medical staff. But it goes to the fact that it shows, again, like, is this necessarily a good thing? And I this, was going to say, actually, that sounds like a win for vaccines. A win? I don't know. That sounds scarier to me. To, oh, to me, it sounds like, okay, well, yeah, you got the vaccine, but everybody knew from the jump that, again, this is still a trial run. Like, if you get it, you're part of the first trial group of motherfuckers that's putting yourself out there. Like, congratulations. But also, so who's like, more so that who's but, more harmful? Who's more contagious? But that's what I was gonna say. What if they had caught it originally, and what if nobody on that thing was uh, vaccinated, and two people had it, and then everybody got it? Like, what these people were asymptomatic. What if they didn't get the vaccine, and then they were fucking dying? But and that's you what, what I'm saying. saying like, like, like we, but we, but there's not enough. We don't have enough data, and that's the scary part about even just this. Hearing it's true this, that the data pool is still small because it just. I mean, this is we're just coming out of the pandemic, and this is where I'm truly afraid of World War Three. Like right now, we're oh, seeing I feel like all. We're in it. Um, we are in the middle of it, the di digital war. Yeah. But this is how you push it. You shut down infrastructure. You get rid of gas. You shut down water. You shut down all these things, and then certain people. They got to have the vaccine to get certain liberties or you got to be non-vaccinated because like once the studies like we don't know because, again, we're all part of an experiment. That's what this global shit is that we live in. Yeah. Everything that we sign up for, we pay taxes. Oh, I mean, we're fucking cattle. Like, yes. that's, it's very weird. Our government literally treats us as cattle property like that. It's a, but it's not even like don't cry about it. It's a simple fact. Like, but it's just it's a scary idea to wrap your head around that. Like right now. This one thing could be what breaks society apart because now we don't know who is, say, prime example, this person. Now we're saying the people who are asymptomatic, they got out, right? And they were to spread it to all these people. Whose fault is it? The two people who were vaccinated, they were asymptomatic, they went out and got people sick? Or, you know what I'm saying? Because... No, I mean, at that point, I feel like is can can you blame anybody? I oh, feel like no. at that point, the only thing to blame is either this magical bat or the lab leak. You get what I'm saying? Like whatever was the source of the sickness itself. And if you're of the opinion that the source of the sickness itself was Mother Nature being like, all y'all humans need to go because y'all all is fucking up my But heart. you know, that's not going to be the answer. None of us, no one I know, logically. But I feel like, we but don't I feel have like why? But it's the same thing you said earlier. Why we keep got to. Why we keep having to put blame on shit? Why we keep got to? Because it's easier. Who, but is I, it right? Who is who's the Wuhan lab? Who's Fauci? Who's this? This some nigga I can't blame, but I can physically see. I can physically point the fingers at you two niggas who did what you you did something that you wasn't supposed to do. Okay, or, but what wasn't I supposed to do? Because I, I, I took I don't, the vaccine, and, and, and these are all you know. I can't not live my life. No, no, and that's my point. Like, these are all hypotheticals we're talking about. I know, but I'm playing devil's is, advocate. And even then, so now they're pushing for us all to get this vaccine. But this is proven to us if they're, and this is the crazy part, the vaccine's only proven effective to this strain and variety. As the winters and all this shit happens, as time goes on, it's gonna change, correct? Yeah, what's the new thing coming out? H8 
no H one thirty, whatever the the bird flu. Like we always got some new viruses. There's always some new shit coming out, and now our immune system is compromised because of something. The dependency of this vaccine is supposed to work. You get what I'm saying? Like it gets to a point where there is no real answer. There is no conclusion. There is no way to solve it. There's just more fucking pieces thrown on this board that's gonna fuck us up at the end of the day. Because it's like you're saying, if all we need to do is go back to the root of the problem and say, this is what caused it, we're good. But if I can keep throwing other variables and other things out there and you want to travel and you want to do that and you don't want to get vaccinated and you don't want to do that and you don't want to wear your mask and you're not vaccinated and you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like when you throw all those variables out there, there's no way in hell you can to come to conclusive science because there's no way to figure out which variable was actually causing or disproving or whatever any one part of the science. I understand. And to be honest with you, that's another reason why I feel like it's hard to know anything. Like I read exactly this wasn't any of my topics, but considering we're on this particular topic that you brought up, I'll bring this other study up, which was that um, Pfizer confirmed that. Uh, after some scientists had come forward and done studies from, I think it was the CDC or like the something like that. One of the U.S. Uh, government um, branches of like the FDA or like whatever they make yeah, sure. The drug niggas. Yeah, the drug motherfuckers. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. They did tests and <laughs> I'm too high. They did tests and uh, they concluded that if men ages like 18 to 32 or something like that that got the vaccine there's a small small percent uh i think like a couple hundred people that ended up having um stress to their heart like minors um like stress palpitations and stuff like that to their heart and so they had to report it pfizer came forward and said that the science was sound and that that is going to be a minor side effect that they put in for for the future i know a co-worker who that happened to who now has to get an ekg He's had to have it done multiple really? times because, like, ever since he had gotten sick and then got the vaccine, Moderna's had no comment had as it. of yet, and Johnson and Johnson has—I uh, don't believe—and even had then, that symptom, but they've had other symptoms for females. Even then, these niggas is over here talking about Lego, Pete. Like they're talking about you—they're doing science on experimenting on mixing up. Like getting the Johnson and Johnson first oh, and getting oh. the Moderna second. So mixing up what batches were... of the things you can get. I thought you were gonna say they testing this shit on Legos. I was about to be like, no, nah, oh. we haven't drank that much plastic. There's no way. No, There's no, no. way. <laughs> <laughs> the microplastics are not that bad, people. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so um, yeah, I only just bring that shit up because it's just crazy because like we're all starting to live our lives. People have who are vaccinated are starting to go out and do certain shit. Most of us are vaccinated. Most of you guys are, which is great. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for being the guinea pigs. I really do appreciate y'all so much for doing this because that means when shit does happen and shit hits the fan, I know who to go to. You know? Let me stop. I'm fucking with y'all. Um, <laughs> no, but it's just crazy because these people, like, again, one, they're courageous people. But these are people who are just trying to live their lives, go back to some type of but normalcy. people who have complete faith in science. Yes. And, that's, and, and you know what? I'm glad. And, and honestly, I would say if it was just science, I would have faith in it, too. The only reason that I have any hesitancy is because it's political. I mean, even if you then. get what I'm saying, like it, it comes to the point of like, I don't trust the governments. And that's where I'm having my issue, because there's been all of these like, I, I, dude, you could look back historically throughout just the United States history and you can see that they've 
put funny shit in water. They put funny shit in medicine. They still put funny shit in water. And I'm not anti-vax. I'm really not. I've had all my shots. Like, don't worry. It's it's not one of those. But I am hesitant, and I just want to fucking see. I'm one of those people. I like to see the full science report, not just the hypothesis. So that's all it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what the fuck it is. But that was my other random topic because it's just crazy to me because I... As much as I've been skeptical and I've been talking shit and all that other stuff and all the negative stuff I've been saying about the vaxxers, it's just crazy to see. <laughs> I how, know who's going to mutate. <laughs> it's just crazy to see how as these people are starting to live life, like there's crazy shit that's happening. Mm-hmm. And like me being one of those people, like I'm still very precautious. I wear my mask. I clean. Oh, I do all that yeah. stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Y'all all know that. But um, like I, I'm not worried about a nigga bringing some shit back to me. Like if you're vac, like, and that's another thing because these people. What you mean though? Because that's the shit. These people were vaccinated. They feel like Superman. These niggas going oh. to the beach. They going to the the, the pool. They going partying. They're they going feel back like they're to not the club. Gonna get sick again. Yeah. So they they, yeah. they 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 don't they feel indestructible. And there's people like me and you, people out there that are like who are weary, who are also kind of. But I on feel the like fence. even if I got the vaccine, I would still be somewhat concerned because my the the whole point is that you're protecting yourself, but you're supposed to be protecting society too. I mean, I, that's I agree. I, I agree, but I don't but, think a lot of people are thinking like that. I don't think a lot of people are thinking like that. That that's you know, it's it's thought season. It is thought season. It's time to turn up. I've been it locked is thought up. season. I've been locked up for fifteen months. All right, what's your next topic? I'm sorry. It's a long time. Why are you sorry? We good. We chilling. Um, my next topic. Which one should I do? We were just talking about all that. You know what? Uh, I want to do an environmental scientist win real quick. I want to I want to do some happy shit real quick. Yes. So uh, after more than 12 tortured years, Keystone XL pipeline is officially canceled. So that's going to be good news for a lot of people. That's also going to be bad news for some people who wanted to make some good money. But (laughs) (laughs) like we care. Um, That's great. These indigenous people will not have their land stolen, taken away from them, polluted destroyed and this is however it this is i believe canada it might touch some of the northern u.s but it was a lot of um canadian land and native american territory of course because it all all of these pipelines all of this shit it always goes right through native american territory and that's something else that we talked about earlier like well well, we colonization has continued what happens in america is we offshore our misery yeah. Our pollution, our trash, even now, all of our trash. Where do you think y'all, our trash goes? You think y'all niggas think we got enough landfills in the United States to put all our trash in? Nah, we send it across seas and then the Chinese burn it and they do other shit with it. Or they, they reprocess it and they put it in your food and you don't even know what's in your food. Like it's things like that that's kind of scary where like even our wars, we don't have wars on domesticated soil, it's in other places. Look at Puerto, you know what I'm saying? Like, even our colonies. Look at all that stuff. Like, I was talking shit about Alaska mm-hmm. earlier. What do we do in Alaska? There's so many oil rigs and so much hunting, caribou hunting, and all these other things up in Alaska. We go to these places and we exploit them and we make them look like shit while we reap the benefits of them being part of our property. Yep. And every time we're like, these people are horrible. They're this, they're that. Kill them. Just because it's more convenient to wipe things out with hatred. But uh, the good the good things here are that because of the Native American communities, I am going to say that because I'm not sure exactly which tribes were involved in putting the pressure on the governments, and I don't want to be disrespectful. Okay. So because of that, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Uh, 
this article does not have them listed. Otherwise, I would have. I'll try and find it and put it in the bio. But I don't think basically even, that's a, that's a unity thing. They did that together. You that, know, I like agree that, because I think. And here's the other thing: is Native Americans have their own territories and their own lines. The the lines that are here today, same thing in Africa, same thing in all these other places that have been colonized. These the the countries and the parameters we see today are not necessarily cultural. They're just geographic for our own fucking organization. They're the scars and the remnants of what's left over. Yeah, they're the and scars. And what we gave these people. These are the scraps that we said. This is this is the part of your land that we will let you keep, but the rest of it is ours. And that's what's kind of fucked up as well. Mm. And also, uh, for people who haven't known this, uh, Canada is also currently facing a lot of heat because they just found uh, the remains of 200, I think it was like 213 or 218 um, children from a quote unquote boarding school in Canada. And a lot of these boarding schools just acted as ways to continue the genocide against Native American populations. So they found the remains of like 200 and something um, children in one of these places in the basements. And that wasn't even all the people that were there. That's just the people they got away with. So there, there. So the Canadian government, just to give you backstory, the Canadian government's already currently facing a fuck ton of issues. The Canadian pipeline company was the one that was trying to push for this. The Native American communities on the U.S. side and I believe on the Canadian side uh, pushed their governments and Biden felt the pressure so long after basically 10 years that he he rescinded the permit and said, fuck it, just 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 cut cut it. No, we're not doing this. It's not worth it. We don't need it. Fuck it. It's not going through the Native American territories. My thing is, imagine the millions and billions of dollars that they spent in the past 10 years lobbying and fighting for this pipeline. Mm -hmm. If they would have put that money put that into the resources, if they would have put it towards renewable energy, we would have been all set. They would have never needed that pipeline. They right. would have actually. Yeah, they could have benefited the people. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that that's the problem, and that's where Operation Stop Hate goes into place. But we got to just change the way we look at shit. Mm -hmm. Like, really, that's what it comes down to. What do we do? We really need the oil, or do we need what comes from us getting the oil? If we need the power that's going to be generated from the oil, then let's find a more sustainable way where we can live with our neighbors, not fuck up the environment, and get power. That makes sense. I, I don't understand. I really don't get it. And also just to think about like, yeah, it takes a lot of energy and it takes oil to 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 burn energy, right? Like you need fuel for the, the plug to plug something into. But imagine you only had to do the plug in part. Imagine you weren't burning oil and this thing was burning oil, right? Like that's that's the reason why electric and all these things matter. So by going environmentally friendly, if people did that in little steps and if companies, it's really industry and big industry that matters the most because they're the ones that do the most pollution. But if big companies and the people like us who work for those companies apply pressure, then we'll be in a better place. And this I really wanted to bring this article up in particular because it shows that, you know, being stubborn for the things that matter are important because after a while someone's going to come through and it's rewarding yeah it it just it takes time and i think sometimes it's easy to be like man i don't have the energy anymore like i'm burnt the fuck out but apply like j cole said bitch apply pressure yeah facts you got this big facts so i just i wanted to share that win even though it has some some negatives but you know every every troubled story has to have a reason why the victory feels good yeah. So, speaking of trouble stories and Word. victories, your turn. Um, 
the U.S. Navy has denied a request from a football team captain, the guy's name is Cameron Kingley, to delay his military service because he wants to try and play in the NFL. So he wants to play and they will not let him go. Basically, what happens is, is okay. the Navy's 2021 class president, who graduated, he just graduated last month. Clap up to him. I can't do the clap up right now. My shit is messed up. Congratulations. Um, he has signed with the Buccaneers as an undrafted rookie quarterback to attend the team's rookie oh, minicamp. So the team basically wants him to attend the minicamp. And within that thing, they're going to decide if they want to extend him and sign him on. And basically what he did was he, he had to request to the Navy um, to basically delay his military service. And they denied it to him. And it's one of those things where it sucks because this... That's sad. It's sad because these are both his childhood dreams. He wanted to serve. He's always in his entire life, he's always wanted to dedicate his life to being a patriot and serving in the military. But he also worked his ass off since being a kid to possibly even get close enough to being acknowledged to making it into the NFL. So right now, and we all know, especially with college football, is a big thing in the United States. We talked about on the previous episode, the, the college sports are starting to change up their contracts and they're starting to allow these collegiate athletes to start to make money and monetize their names for these multi-billionaire um, companies or these schools. These schools, companies, same shit. At the end of the day, you're saying the same thing. Yeah. And we all know the Navy and the Army also participate in the collegiate tournaments and the sporting tournaments. We do see them participate, which is really cool. It's amazing. And it just sucks where you see a man, a young man who maybe was lost, who's been through discourse, who's been through all these things, who's had dreams, who's had to, who has turmoil, who had all these things. And he's, he's continuously gone against all the odds and he's continuously succeeded to the point where he was nominated the president of the class. He's an amazing fucking cornerback or whatever it is, position he is. He's now possibly going to get to be at the pinnacle of all sports in NFL, I mean, football sports. And now they're going to deny him because, like, they're like, no, you signed a contract. You have to go. And the thing that's more upsetting about this entire thing, I guess, like, while people can just understand why I guess I found this more upsetting is that there actually been other people. There were, um, I'm trying to look for how many other people. There are, there were four other people who basically signed, like who worked in the armies, who worked in other services in the United States, in the military. And basically they were allowed to forego their service commitment and pursue their career in the NFL. So you have people who were forego or postpone, like postpone it. So you okay. got a guy who was in the Air Force. You got a guy, uh, multiple people in the Air Force. Someone else that was um, a West Point graduate. You got people that were in different branches of the military that went through the same exact thing. They got the same type of honor, same recognition, did the same exact thing, but they were allowed, and he was denied. So now it just sucks for him because, like, th- this was his dream. And I guess the reason I bring this up is because, like, with us, every single day we wake up, we fight, we hustle, we do all these things. Like, we go balls deep for the things that we we dream about. You know, like, we're trying so hard with all the odds against us, 
even if no one, even if we were doing this podcast and there was no one else listening and it was just us, we would still be here yeah. because this is our dream. So it sucks when now you're 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 gonna go put your life on the line. Not fuck do not even just do a job, not get a, a certificate and do all these things. I'm going to go and fight in a war that I have nothing to do. Like I'm just a number, I'm just a body. I'm going to put myself out there. But you already what you're saying already is not is like kind of wrong only for the simple fact of like yes you're right that is a human but you know good and well that as soon as you enter the armed forces you are a number and you have a price tag and at, and at a certain point people only see you as that so i wonder or maybe it was personal or maybe they just didn't have the ability to let him go because they had a plan for something like fuck if i know you get what I i'm saying disagree. like but my thing is it's not like he wasn't going to honor the contract and that's the thing that kills me is like dude you is like you can feel any way you want to feel but there's no denying that once you join the armed forces you're at a higher likelihood of something bad happening to you okay i'm not gonna like jinx it or put anything like that but like you're telling me you're not gonna give me the opportunity to live out my dream before i go and potentially off myself like so you got four graduates from other branches of the military who got to live out their their stuff you know um and how many those so those are four people that got accepted how many people have tried to do this before and got rejected they didn't give me a number because that's um, the other thing if this is not something that commonly like if this isn't something that can easily go through or if this isn't something that happens often and people get rejected all the time that's another thing and that's what kenley said he said while i acknowledge that these men are from different branches of the armed forces because none of the people who have been granted to do this none of them have come from the navy he says it puzzles oh, me so as to specific yeah the yeah. navy's harsh as fuck. but he was like it puzzles me that as to why i am the only person to be denied this opportunity i am aware of the commitment that i have made to the service when I first arrived at the United States Naval Academy, I look forward to my career as a naval officer in the information warfare community. However, I oh, am deserving. That's what he, that's the branch he's in, information. Yeah. However, I am deserving of the opportunity to live out another one of my lifelong dreams, but before fulfilling my service requirement. And I don't disagree, especially. If he already represented and he played football for you guys, if he played football, he played four years of college football on the Navy's team. He played 27 games. So he already represented you guys. He brought all the recognition. He did all that stuff. But now that it's time for him to do his shit, it's not enough. You know, like that's the thing I have a problem with. And it does suck. Like it, it just. That's so shitty it's, too because it's it is. true. It's like I feel like so many corporations are like that as well, where it's like you bust your ass, you give your heart, blood, tears, sweat, soul to a place, and then it's like the second you need something, oh, you ungrateful, or some dumb shit like that. Like, come on, really? So there's a number of Navy graduates who have gone to play for the NFL. Um, even recently, there were three Navy graduates that have been drafted by NFL teams in the recent years. It was one in 2015 and two in 2016. So my thing is, this I wonder isn't like, how they feel about the whole Kaepernick thing. I mean, those he, would be good people to ask their opinions on. I agree, but even, but that what, and it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the episode with Puerto Rico. What is true patriotism? What is American and what patriotism? Is exactly. Like, how do you represent that? What else do I need to give up? You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to give up my flag, my name, my language, my identity, my food, my culture, my hair, my skin. 
even now you, we get mad at people for bleaching their skin and about to people, say we see sammy sosa like even people um like again women women when they um what's that shit you do to your hair you perm your hair you know like there's so many things that who we do as is as ethnic people, we always try and bend over backwards to show our patriotism towards the United States. And I'm saying that as, as anyone as a whole who is not white, because that's what it comes down to. You can still be American, be from here, and as long as you don't look like that, you're not American. You're not a true patriot. And that's what's fucked up. You know, like America... Which doesn't it, make sense. It doesn't make sense because that's not what America ever was. That's maybe what America... Like was when you niggas got here on the rocks, but once you got on the rocks, nigga, and y'all was starving and y'all was dying and you needed help and you needed all that effort, you know when you needed all that and you went to the natives. This is a whole new ball game. It's a whole new thing now. All right, so that was my last topic. That was- I just feel really bad because I don't like stuff like that, especially when when we all we all go like every single day, especially with me, somebody who has depression. Like I every single day, I have to fight to get up out of bed and to find the motivation to do something. So it would kill me to know that I had contractual duties due to someone, like obligatory duties that I signed on a piece of paper and I have to honor it because it was in fine print or it was in something else. And it goes against everything that I stand for as a person, even war as a whole. I think a lot of people believe in America and believe in patriotism and freedom and all that shit. But when you realize that you got to go kill somebody's aunt, somebody's uncle, somebody's kids, somebody's grandkids, these like you know what I'm saying like when you when when there's all these other things that come with it, I don't think people are like okay, I'm not I'm not with that. I didn't sign up for this shit, but you still got to do it. But like that's the part that just hurts and was fucked up about that whole thing, man. So I I'm hoping that they do right by him. I'm hoping this gets resolved in some type of way. But like that's fucked up, bro. No. No. I do feel really bad. It hurts my heart. It hurts my heart, honestly. I just feel I feel sympathetic for him because like I I know what that's like. I know what that's like to to, to almost get something and to get shit on, you know? So like, yeah. That's... And especially when it's football, right? I mean, you know what that's like intimately. Uh almost drafted into a D1. Not almost. I got I had a pending scholarship if I would have kept playing football in high school. If I would have played for all 4 years. But um and that didn't happen, and that's all good. It is what it. It should. Ha- everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not upset. Yep. You fuck met it. your annoying ass wife. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, but all right. I'm a. You brought up depression, so I want to bring up my wild card topic because the rest of them, two of them, go together. My other topics, and the last one's kind of just like random. But uh, my wild card topic is because I was really depressed the last two days, and I was just like on the couch, so. <laughs> Uh, it's, I think it's good to talk about, and I want to spice it up and bring some, some laughter back to the, to the podcast real quick. And I want to ask you, what is, uh, tell me your favorite trip story. So tell me the, the drug of choice and, uh, kind of what it was like and also maybe tell me what what god is like so i mean i don't i can't and also and i say this only because this might seem weird to people like how did i just jump from depression to that right um i'm gonna i'm gonna pin it all together okay but i i'm glad you will but i just want to bring that up because 
I think like for me, it's really hard to work through and especially like having for me, it's like having anxiety and especially like sometimes it can become obsessive or compulsive. And sometimes it's like I can't get out of your own head type shit and things like that. So I I bring this up to have an open discussion, but also to have something lighthearted and funny. Likewise, if you are underage, this is not for you. This podcast is not for you any fucking way. I mean, at the end of the day, drugs, I think we all know it and we've all heard about it. Like drug, drugs are a gateway, no matter what. It's a gateway to something. To some people, it's to suck in more dick. To other people, it's to a whole new, better way of life. And what happened with me, I guess, growing up as a kid, like I always had my, like, my depression shit. I ended up finding cannabis. But I ended up like becoming very reliant on cannabis to a point where I felt that it, it almost was destructive. Um, like I wasn't, I wasn't having the greatest relationship with cannabis that I should have been having, even though it was helping me a lot, cope with a lot of my pain. Um, I've, I've never done any of the other drugs that they tell people to do with depression. I didn't have to do any of those boosters. Yeah. I never did anything like this. So this was always the thing to help. And what happened was, like, again, like, growing up in the Bronx, growing up in the hood, like, I don't, I know of crack, you know of cocaine, like, you know of other drugs, but you know not to fuck with it. You're always taught as a kid, weed is a gateway. Everybody know about crack. Yeah, you know, like, everybody's like, oh, don't do weed, because once you do weed, it leads to other shit, yada, yada, yada. But me, again, I've always smoked weed. I never thought about doing anything else. Then I got to college, and I met white people. And when you meet white people, white people, they do other drugs. And... And and again, when I say it like this, I'm being an asshole. I'm joking, but a lot of y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm no, dead ass serious. Uh, like, I'm sorry, that's a fact. I, I didn't know what Molly was. I didn't really know what cocaine was. I didn't know what acid was. When niggas tell me about mushrooms, Adderall, Molly, Adderall, hold on, Adderall, Molly, and cocaine are all the same base. Basically, it's all white. People Congratulations. Drugs. Um. Shit, like, when my friends offered me mushrooms for the first time, I was like, nigga, I don't eat shiitake. I don't eat that shit. Nobody want no fucking mushrooms. My friends were like, nah, magic mushrooms. <laughs> and I was like, what's so magical, nigga? Where the fuck? Would you, you went to go pick them outside? That's some real white people Alice shit. Alice in Wonderland, baby. And, like, I was very judgmental about my expression and the way I would go about, you know, my understanding of other drugs. And shout out to my best friend, Greg. But he was the person, unfortunately, who exposed <laughs> me to these things. And, of course, it had to be the white kid that was like, yo, bro, you bugging out, dude. Take it easy. Just try it. And I tried these things. And I guess the first, I, I'm trying to think, what was the first real, real one? Did I do? Did I do? It doesn't have to be your face first. It just has my, to be okay, your so, favorite. So my one two of your favorite, favorite, my two favorite drugs of all time are acid and mushrooms. Acid and mushrooms are the best thing. I love marijuana. Marijuana. I don't even consider marijuana a drug. I'm gonna be honest with you. Marijuana. Yeah, that's, that's the daily helper, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's not even a daily helper. It's just one of those things. Like you, you, like you eat bread. I smoke weed. It's just one of those things. It's, it's something I do. Like it's, it's one. It's, it's something I consume. It's I'm, a part of me now. I'm sorry. I'm part of this Facebook group called Lonely, uh, Lonely Stoner Girls, which I love. Shout out to my cousin Jessica for uh, <laughs> recommending it. Um, and I love it so much. It's like the most loving group of women who all <laughs> who all get really fucked up and get high together. Um, but they're all functional. They have careers. They're professionals. Yes! And it's, it's a really good, nice, t- nice knit community of people who just joke about cannabis stuff, which is pretty really funny. Um, 
And long story short is what happened with me is like I I tried acid and mushrooms and what ended up happening was and they talk about it when you do your research. I I had an experience with myself that I have never been able to replicate unless I am under the substance, like under the influence of these substances. Like there's something about being under the influence of LSD. I can get real close when I meditate though. You can, but it's... I can get close, but it's not the same thing. But I will say for a day-to-day little dose of something, meditation's the closest I've had. I agree with you because again, it's more about the endorphins and the dopamine and cleansing your body out. But that's the thing is that you got to remember when you're eating mushrooms, the trip is from you giving yourself food poisoning. So your body is literally coming up. I don't think a lot of people know that to remember that. So thank you okay. for dropping some jewels. So that the that's the one thing about like with like, your um, jewels shirt. That that that's the fun thing about like mushrooms. Mushrooms. That's why some people they throw up, they shit, and even those things they always make you have heightened hallucinations. Can you but imagine that's why... reaching peak trip while you're on the toilet? Like yo, this really sucks. But... Yo, and some people, some real crazy, but will drink their piss while they're high. Just to get it even crazier high. Like, there are crazy stories. I think I talked stories. about that in one of the last episodes, meth piss. Yeah, yeah, like, there are crazy stories and stuff like this. But at the end of the day, like, what happened with me with these drugs is that it allowed me to see without my eyes. And it made me realize, as much as we talk about mental health and we talk about spirituality and we joke and we talk about unity, the only time I've 100% in my life, believed in a God and a higher being and a higher entity was when I was tripping on drugs. There was no other time. There was no other point in my life where you, like, I saw God. I don't, I don't know what God is. I don't know what that entity is. Whatever she, he, it, whatever that malevolent thing, that amazing entity is, God bless you. Thank you for everything. Like, but like, that's the energy that you tap into because like, there's a filter that comes down. Once you take those substances and like, that's why I love them so much, especially like when you have depression. And what's that filter real quick? Because yeah. I feel like it's easy to say filter, but like, what is that filter that comes down? Like and for that, me, like I can tell you what those are for me, but like for me, it's like uh perfectionism, self-doubt, self-hatred, like, like all ego. What the filter is, it does something. It removes the subconscious and all there is, is, is existence. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it, in that state of existence, there's so much stimulation and there's so much love that is happening in that moment that when you detach from all those other negative things that are anchoring you down, that other shit that you're feeling is so much amplified that it's the only thing that you know. And it feels like it, it's so real. Like that, that's what like, and that's why like some people. They get addicted to these type of drugs is because that energy, whatever that heightened thing that you feel in that time, like it, it's almost like an antenna when you listen to the radio, right? Mm. And you find your favorite radio station. What do you do? You program it, right? So the next time you don't got to fight and go through all that bullshit. You want to get back to that same station to hear that same song. You want to hit push that button. Sorry. And the only way for people, especially people with depression, people with other mental health issues, sometimes your mental health shit, sometimes living life, living reality is so hard. It's just static in your radio. Mm -hmm. And I'm fighting so much every single day 
just for 15 minutes. Just I just want to hear 105.1. I just want a little bit of happiness for five minutes. And then I want a little bit of 93.5. You know, I want this. Just I want a little bit of relaxation. You know what I'm saying? But you want to be able to, t- to dial in. But there's so much stimuli, you don't know how. Mm-hmm. When you do these drugs, your radio, bro, it's just hitting those buttons. It's hitting those buttons and it's on autopilot and you just know what to do. And it's, it's just something about, it's like, it's literally like the AI. It's like having a Tesla. And I don't even know what it's like to have a Tesla, but that's what I'm comparing it to. Cause I don't know, but like, it's one of those things. And I guess I really love the way that that analogy you just used actually though. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty true. And I feel like any time that I've, so like for me personally i haven't done shrooms yet i would love to but i haven't like the only thing i've experienced is weed and acid and i adore acid is lsd for people who don't know yes um i fucking adore acid but i someone like me especially i have to be very careful with my joints and um especially my spine because of familial like genetic issues so i can only take it maybe like once a year once every like six months minimum and even then like you just touched upon like there's something like there are different experiences like mushroom mushrooms is like a straight visual yeah heady high and hallucinations and you go on trips and like you have emotions come out of you that you didn't even know that was there and you start the emotion is like a thing that you can see yes and you start seeing shit and it you start to create things out of nothing and with acid, which is really cool, acid is more of um, a whole body experience. Like, whatever you visualize, wherever you go mentally, like, you feel it. Like, you could literally almost go like there. Like, you're there. That's, yeah. I, and that's why I love it so much. Like, for me, the first so the first time I ever experienced God, and the reason I say that is I've, I had doubts. Right. Like before it was every time I would before I had done these things, every time I'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's like where. You know, I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's there. But uh, then when I uh, stole yours and Greg's green dragon, <laughs> uh, and I, you guys found me drunk as fuck, high as fuck, hugging a tree, this big ass tree. And I was like, no, I found God. We've been talking. She's This tree is purple because it's magical and it loves me and it's telling me all the secrets of the universe. Like, it's very simple yeah. facts and then no one could tell me anything else. Uh, but the, truly the secrets of the universe were like every insecurity that you have, the only thing it's trying to teach you is there's room for you to grow, but the, the, you love the true, yourself. Like, the true secret that I realized when doing those drugs is existing. Yeah. And what mental health is a reason, like re- re- mental health that like we talk about depression, anxiety, PTSD is us as humans competuating and us trying to have control over time and memories. Literally, you're either upset about the future, you're upset about the past, you're upset about all the stuff in the middle because you don't know how much control you actually have of all these things. So they cause all these different things of turmoil inside of you and they manifest in different ways. But when you do these drugs, the filter, that time, it goes away and all that's there is existence. So you 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 have the best experience of life, of self. Because you're experiencing yourself in its purest form. 
while you're also having a flood of dopamine. And, and again, that's why they say, you know, put yourself around happy stuff and go into nature and look at movies that make you happy. Like do all the stimuli, because as long as you keep pushing that positive energy, your trip would only get better and better and better and better and better. And like, that's, that's what existence is, right? Is as long as you don't put no rocks in your lake and in your pond and in your stream and in your puddle, that bitch should keep flowing. But as yeah. soon as you put something there, it's going to stop. And we all know that. And it's okay to redirect. It's okay to do like otters do and redirect the stream, but in, a, in an intentional way, right? Like, and I think that that's the beauty of these drugs or of these substances. I don't even want to call them drugs, like of these healers, because if you use them in the right way, if you use them in a way of meditation, in a way of like, what is this teaching me? I need a reset. I've been so in my head. I feel sick. Like I want to use this so I can help myself get into another place instead of saying I'm using this because this is the only way to feel that other place. Like, I think that you can start to feel like you're saying, like to have that experience of feeling what that drug unlocks for you can help you in your day-to-day through those meditations, like what I brought up earlier, it can help you reach a state of that because you've reached it already. You've and, gotten a taste of it, so now you can work your way towards it because you know what it feels like to feel free. And it's funny because, like you said, we've said it multiple times, even in the drug, 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 that Yeah, word, I want a better word for it. I'm just we, blanking. But even then, we can't use that word because the shamans, what did they use? They used hashish opium ayahuasca all these dr- these substances to the to be monks. honest they made chem- they made alchemical potions and we're out here being like drugs like nah that shit was fucking i hope this plant works oh that killed buddy over there all right not that plant even some of the first pharmaceuticals some of the first things that was on the shelf had cocaine and cannabis mixed with alcohol inside of it and that's what they and were giving heroin. people and heroin and they were giving people that to fucking on the shelves. So, to be honest with you, for, for the common cold, they still use heroin and all that other shit. They just call it opiates. Now. Yeah, it's, but it's it, we never stop using heroin. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, fucking crackhead. That's what the United States is. Bunch of crackheads. Well, uh, I got a. You got anything that you want me to? No, my topic. I mean, listen, we over, we over an hour and a half. All right. My topics is washed up. Only so, other topic is my announcement on my bike over there. All right, word. So then uh, I got I got two two last minute things. One is uh, how to rich stay rich. And that's just like a quick side tangent, which is like, all right, the New York Times and like all these financial articles and all these people came forward and they were like, wow, did you know that the rich don't pay any taxes? Bezos, oh Elon God. Musk, Bill no Gates. fucking shit. What did you think? We've literally been saying this forever. Yes, they don't pay taxes. If you are middle class, you are the one that gets fucked the most because the poor use government subsidies and the rich don't have to worry about a fucking thing because they got all the money anyways and the resources and the middle class just sit there getting fucked up the butt. It's not even that. And this is a quote that I had saw and I follow a lot of um, money, you know, stuff like that. Also, lower class, I know you have no choice. Like, I I know, I know. But- and a billionaire, he tweeted this on face on on Twitter. I say he tweeted it on Facebook. I'm an asshole. I'm <laughs> trying to shit. one of these days that'll mean something. That that has me. Yeah, that'll be a thing. And I'm trying to find the actual thing. Give me one. One of these days that thing will be a thing. I'm just trying to find the thing. I'm just listen. That's why you don't do drugs. This is a random so thing that real came quick. Up. I'll give you a uh, I'll give you a statistic. Um, so ProPublica 
estimates that the richest 25 individuals in the world pay an average rate of 3.4% in taxes. To give you a kind of overview, in case you don't know, though, at this point, I hope most of you listening to this already know, you should be putting about 30% of your money away for taxes every year. And if you didn't know, you're taking something, you're getting something like 30% of your taxes taken out every year. It might be a little more than that, depending on your circumstances. It might be a little less than that. Approximately 30, 35% of your taxes, uh, of your income is taxed every year. And I believe that is that number is state and federal combined. So, but to give you an example, like, okay, that sounds like a lot. 30, 35% sounds like a lot, but it's not so bad. It's not even close to half. But then if you think about it, a third of your income is supposed to go to housing too. And that doesn't really make sense. So, because then you're only left with a third and that's supposed to be what, like food necessities, like the, the average breakdown doesn't make any fucking sense anymore. It, it's not realistic or feasible or livable, but that is why so many people turn to Bernie Sanders and the idea of socialism instead of capitalism. And the reason is, and this is a billionaire who, who tweeted this. I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to get all that bullshit. But he said taxes aren't for billionaires. They're for the upper middle class dentists with a couple million dollars in the banks. His mid six figure income sounds high enough that the parolees believe that he's rich, yet he has no zero political power. So he can theoretically be punished without any consequence. And that's what it is, is these big billionaire guys, they have political agendas. They have political authorities. They have, they have, they, they need something. You can look at all, all this, like how we talked about the political agendas of Puerto Rico and yada, yada, or the pipeline and all this shit, all this politics, all these things are all tied to big companies who have other agendas that have their money in other places that are trying to get paid. So if I tax these niggas more and make them mad, that means I get less money in my pocket. I got to tax the people who are part of the system who are just the pawns in the system because they don't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. If I change their taxes, if I decrease their taxes, yeah, they're going to get happy. They're going to spend more money. Yeah, the economy goes up. I increase their taxes. We get paid more. They're upset. Oh, boo-hoo for a little bit. But our other friends, they're excited because they got tax cuts. And that's but all that it still is. doesn't make sense because you don't, you need to stimulate the economy for those people in the 1% to be happy. Like, that's the thing about the 1% that doesn't make sense to me is but, you have to keep the people that keep your income coming in satisfied. But we can't even say that because my pro, my thing, I, like, I could go against that because look at prime example, Amazon, Amazon's motto and the way the companies work, they, they have not been profitable in 10 years. But they're one of the biggest companies in the world. What do you mean they haven't been profitable? Like, in what way? Basically, like they all their losses, they can get write-offs. Like the way they do certain things and the way they do their taxes and the way Amazon is set up, mm -hmm. like they can technically claim a loss and make money from that. Yes. And that's what they do. Like literally. So they're still making money, but on paper, it looks like they're taking an L. Exactly. But they're still taking the W. But they are taking L's because if they're, like, they're spending, like, and this is where, like, the whole shit that there was beef with a lot of the companies being bought out on Amazon. Like, yeah. there was competition, and this is the same thing because what Amazon was doing is they were offering products at exponentially cheaper rates that was causing the company, literally, they're spending money to sell that product. But because they want to monopolize and be the only one selling that product, they still invest in that product. 
So that's the point where I'm saying with that, that's what the new stimulation of the economy is, is making sure that these big baller motherfuckers can keep doing shit like this. So here's my here's my contrast to that, which is an article I read this morning, which I don't have pulled up, but um, and they've made a shit ton of revenue. It's it's a new bill, actually, that's being passed. So it has to go through like the preliminary house and then it has to actually reach like house floor and shit like that. But um, they're finally trying to pass this this law that it didn't state any companies in particular, but, you know, the heavy hitters, right? Like it's Amazon, it's Google, it's Apple. There was another big tech company up there. It's like it's all of them. And it basically is. Oh, Facebook is all of them. And it basically is like if uh, one, it would force them to break down and not be monopolized companies anymore. So it would be forcing them to realize even though IT and technology was not originally involved in this monopolized company type shit like this was all so new and it grew too big before anyone could kind of politically pull the reins on this and like force ethics into the situation so okay it got too big but now it's like you can't run a monopoly like this so they're saying like amazon for example would have to the their selling platform could not be biased and they couldn't be selling their own products on their selling platform because then you're it's a conflict of interest so conflict of interest shit like that would have to be dissolved i think it still goes back to even now like i got numbers of amazon's revenue Right mm-hmm. in 2020, they made 386 billion dollars in revenue, and you're saying they paid no taxes. It's I'm saying they paid about one percent. They paid one, but even them, that's about over a billion dollars. But you were talking about increasing everyone else's taxes. If you just tax those niggas, they should cover everybody. It's yeah. estimated by 2025 they will be making 867 billion dollars, and by 2027 they'll be making over a trillion dollars annually this is will be their revenue so it's things like that when you say how are these billionaires still keeping their money how are they able to do these things how is your model you selling products that you are losing money selling and you're still able to bring in that much revenue and you're telling me you're not being taxed on it swallow dick bro that's not fair oh here i got an even better uh breakdown for you real quick um warren buffett pays 0.1 percent of a fucking tax jeff bezos pays 0.98 percent uh bloomberg 1.3 and elon musk with the win coming in at a solid 3.27 percent in taxes um and i'm gonna quickly or do you have any other comments on how the rich are watching us people scream and cry over our pennies because I was gonna hardcore transition into I hope Bezos even gets even stuff. if Elon Musk is being if he made a hundred million dollars and he's being taxed three percent, he's only being taxed three million dollars. Like that's my point. Like and just to give and, you and an he's idea. a billionaire. These are billionaires. And and the tech companies and giants that I just named, all the ones that I just named, they together the companies themselves come in at like six point something trillion dollars net worth. Trillion, and y'all is paying the lowest amount of taxes. Meanwhile, we out here like, I guess we'll give our crumbs so that people don't die. But really, it goes to funding more of the wars for these people. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. So, anyways, just wanted to bring that up into attention in case you were wondering. You're probably hating the wrong person. It's not your immigrant neighbor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Operation Stop Hate, nigga. Stop hate. Yo, facts, 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 and. 
And then the other kind of hardcore transition I got is uh, that speaking of the wealthiest and the richest, now it's really hilarious because I feel like this is part of the whole like new World War Three thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's the space age all over again. So now Jeff Bezos out of nowhere was like, hey, I'm going to go and fly off to space. Fuck you, Elon Musk. And Bezos is so confident that him and his brother are going to be flying into space. He calculated. Fuck, you took my, I already got the, I got the thing too. Do you? I have it already. Okay. I, I, didn't we talk about this on the last episode? Did we? Whatever, he's about to launch himself into space. I, know, I don't think we did because it's, it's not on my shit. No, so I, at the moment also, by the way, Elon Musk has had no comment. I can't wait for this nerdy, I, mm, I'm here for all of the nerdy beef. Actually, Give no, me we, all of that Real Housewives when it comes to the space fucking station yes i guess that we didn't talk about this because we it, did we, not <laughs> so all right i'm gonna give you some real life statistics Ooh, hit him with 600 it. people have gone into space yes 30 people have died going or on the training to going into space right Copy. 14 of those people died from the space shuttle so that's the thing that shoots you up into the thing they like and then it shoots the thing up and that's the thing we <laughs> always see kind of explode and blow up and everybody's like oh so that thing, um, the designs are flawed. They're not really they, because what it is, it's a big ass TNT bomb. Like it's a fucking. You're saying that the the few people that died from that explosion is because the that the design part, that design was off. It's flawed. It's okay. fucked up. You're not saying that that's going to happen to Bezos. No, but th these are the numbers. So copy, that's copy, why these copy. people have died. Okay. So taking out the shuttle accidents and all the other bullshit, right? Jeff Bezos is taking a 2.6 chance of death. There's a 1 in 40% chance of him dying while he is going up on his private company's thing into space. And also, they're, him and his brother are going to go up. So it's 2 in 40. Hover. Well, that's 1 in 20. Mm. That means one, one of them niggas is going to die. And then they're going to come back down. He has zero intention of anything going wrong, but also if something does go wrong, my thing is, I is, think that's what we said is like, he, I think we just gently touched upon the fact that he's going to do it, but I don't think we gave numbers. I gave numbers and because we laughed and because he's not, he's not part of the 1%. Jeff Bezos, he won. Is, he's part of the 0.0001% wealthiest people. He is one possibly the top five wealthiest niggas on the planet. It, like, there's only a few of these niggas. We know that. And he won that statistic, right? He won that, right? And you're going to risk 2.6%? Nigga, you're going to risk your billions and trillions of your whole legacy looking like Professor Xavier's retarded little cousin? You're going to risk all of that just to go into space, bro? You bugging. Except Professor X... He does look like he Professor like X is kind of like evil brother that do. made it. You get what uh, I'm saying? Like he kind of looked like if Magneto wasn't the main main bad guy. Yeah. Um, and so my thing is, and the question is, would you take that risk? Would you take that risk? 2.6% chance of dying to go into space. I mean, I take a bigger risk just hopping on the highway every day. I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna say I'm a, I'm a black man. I am 28. I'm black in, in Massachusetts, not even in America. I'm black in Massachusetts with a job and I drive a Prius. Yeah, I'm beating all statistics right now. I guess I'm going on that flight too, Bezos. Sign a nigga up. I mean, hold on a second. Here's the other thing. Do I have any interest in going into space? No, I'm more interested in conquering my fear of deep ocean 
because as much as I love the ocean, that is a big fear for me. I rather conquer the shit on this planet first and mm. understand this because I feel like I got to understand my role here before I understand my here role. There you go. In Limit, the universe. Limiting your expectations so, of what we can do as humans. We need to leave this bitch, planet. I'm not going to the universe and I'm not going up there until they they prove to me I can trust the motherfuckers that's gonna get us up there. Cause right now they don't even have the common decency to use their money to help fucking fix all of the poor and poverty in the streets. Why am I gonna trust you? I don't trust you. Or Flint still ain't You're got just no water. Gonna, Flint don't have water. All of these fucking camps in, in California, so many people are dying. Fucking, oh, where are you at, Bill and Melinda Gates? All these people are dying from fucking mm. not having fu- insulin shots and shit like that. And it will work. No, fuck that. You're going to go into space so that you can mine asteroids. I'm not an idiot. You mm. just want to do whatever you can do to get money. Oh. Okay, I'm not stupid. Um, But my last, my last little... My last little note is something that I thought actually was probably going to be a good movie. I just think that it'd be something cool. And I thought it was funny because I couldn't believe that this was real. Uh, The FBI international authorities arrest hundreds in an encrypted messaging app sting. So long story short, if I understood this article correctly, um, there was a huge like money and weapon and drug sting that ended up happening. Uh, So basically... Eight tons of cocaine and 22 tons of cannabis were confiscated, 55 luxury vehicles, 250 firearms, and 48 plus million dollars worth of various currencies and cryptocurrencies. How you confiscate cryptocurrency is hilarious to me. But um, all of these were confiscated in an app sting. So basically the FBI went up to one person who created this app. It was like a developer who basically got in over his head and the guy took a, a plea deal and was like, yeah, all right, I'll give you like all of the, the fail safes to this app I created if you just let me off or whatever. And because he did that, they ended up having one of the largest um, stings that's ever happened, oh. including on an app ever. You niggas need to watch out on Instagram. I'll be seeing y'all talking about you're not for sale. Your weed ain't for sale. And your, the shit that you're showing be ain't careful, for sale. Bro. But you definitely be selling that shit. The apps. The apps is online and organized. The scallywags like Megan will snitch. They watching. Ooh. They Ooh. will snitch on you. Ooh. Pat, pass me my stuff, please, real oh, quick. Oh, said that? The stuff. Oh, yeah. Pass me my stuff. Now, give me the stuff. Give me the stuff. Now, in the last few minutes of this two-hour podcast. Or we appreciate y'all hanging out shit. on this hot-ass day. I know you Puerto Ricans is tired right now from partying up. I appreciate y'all. And, um, you know, we were just talking about these billionaires staying rich and people making some money. Uh, we just got some new dope ass swag on the website. So if you guys are looking to support your favorite podcast, hit us up. Go to the website, PudgyProductions.com. We got male crop tops. Joint in the middle. Yes. Joint in the middle of the QR code. Yes. So yeah, we trying to be cute. We open up the merch. We trying to do some more fun shit. Um, every week I'm always trying to. I'm always. I guess I'm hypercritical of myself. You know, as people, we're always trying to look at other people and compare ourselves to other people and see what our growth is and shit like that. Um, I even got, I even got polos, nigga. I got polos now, bro. Stop playing. 
So uh, ain't got nothing on the back. That's just a corny, you know, nice little polo so I can show that elf at work and nobody can yell at me. Um, but yeah, it's just really cool. We've just been trying to constantly just push ourselves, push the business, push the brand, get closer to our dreams. And, you know, you guys help us do that. You know, and we appreciate y'all. We, so we're trying to come out with some cute designs and shit, you know, facts. let y'all know that we want you to represent us, but also that we want you to stay flat. Uh, 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 facts. Uh, uh. We got sizes. We got colors. We got variety. Listen, we got it all. It's all on the website. Oh, Hit grab the windbreaker. That. Grab the windbreaker. Oh, I'll be right back. Hit him with that website link, baby. Oh, nigga, the website link is going on the bottom. I hit the already with the with the banner. I already did that. That's already automatic. Plug talk number one right there. Y'all fucking out right there. Oh, shit. Dang. Then we got one. Okay, look at you with your model shit. All right. Uh, ain't nothing on the back. Ain't nothing yes. on the back. Yes. Somebody yelled at me and they said, yo, we got yes. too much words and shit on stuff. So I was like, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to try and do y'all simple tense. So we got some simple designs, some complicated designs. But yes, hit them with that. You want to get that nice classic. It's a, I can't stand the rainy day. Look, look at this. Mm, shit, nice, nice. So yeah, check out the website. Support your favorites, y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all for everything, for sticking around, for laughing with us. Dealing with our rants, dealing with our bullshit. Listen. And my merch is in the laundry already, but there's QS crop tops. Oh, um, yeah, that's some cute girls. Yeah, shit. I was about to say, there's a cute apron. And if you don't know what an apron is, it's an apron. Uh, there's <laughs> there's a bunch of cute shit on the website. Uh, just go to the link and click on clothing. It's very simple. Facts. Um, next week, real quick announcement. We were saving yes. this. Um, we were yes. gonna we tried to get mom on here, but next week we're really excited because I am going to get not only one of the most sexiest motherfuckers I know, but also He's one of the most one of the sexiest motherfuckers, one of the most dangerous motherfuckers I know. Accurate. Um, but my boy Hakir will be coming on the podcast next week as everything pans out. And it's going to be great. We're going to be talking about Pride Month. Hakir is a black male from Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure. He's from it's New York Brooklyn. City. It's Brooklyn. I'm it's pretty Brooklyn. sure. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, I met him in Alfred. All the black friends, all the black people in Alfred, we all stick together because y'all know, you only us know what we go through, boo-boo. Only us. <laughs> but um, Hakir is right now in the process of getting his master's degrees and um, something in the health industry. I got to look up all this stuff. I don't have all the facts. I was about to say, we're going to introduce me. him properly. Yes. But I'm really excited to have this conversation with him because this is the right month to have it. One it is the celebration. It is turn up. And it's just really cool to reacquaint with a friend that's doing really good dope shit. Yes. And as much as we emphasize mental health, it is really good to get other minorities on here to help us and talk about their quest on helping us all heal with generational problems yeah. that we have inherited. And the only way for us to break the cycle is to acknowledge when this shit is happening and where did we go wrong? And <laughs> where did we go wrong? Yes. That's so I'm excited next week. And we're not even probably won't even talk about mental health next week. Next week will be a celebration. Talking about gay pride, how I that think all we'll started. Touch on all of it because yeah. I think another thing that's important is like, what is it like to hit some of the heaviest things? What's it like to be in the LGBTQ community, to be black, and to have mental health issues that you need to discuss and talk about? And this nigga How got you two. He got two black belts. This nigga is dangerous. But also, just just simply it, thinking about Pride Month alone, 
I think it is important to talk about those things because how often do you feel probably ostracized? One, within the Black community, stigmatized being uh, gay or having mental health issues, right? That's a thing. And I know that's a thing because that's a thing in almost every community. No, facts. Right? So, like, I, I think- still get bullied by my uncles. My uncles be laughing at me. My uncles be like, yo, you sensitive, punk-ass nigga. And I be like, why are y'all talking to me like that? Like, I told you work was hard today. And they be like, nigga, shut up. You gay. And I'm like, why are you being mean? And I literally be, I be looking at Shahani. I be about to cry. They be laughing. I be like, yo, y'all. Y'all don't, y'all don't see what you're doing to me. Meanwhile, I can't say shit because I'm the most <laughs> sensitive. I fucking, I'll cut anybody ass and then in five seconds turn around. Eh. And it's funny because it's all love. And I think that's what it is. It's like us as minorities and ethnic people, we show our love differently. And it's just really cool. And I'm excited to have someone to come on and talk about these things, have an open conversation. And, and it's also some good. Shit. It's good to note that sometimes toxic love is still love, but it's still toxic, right? Like, amen. Like, yeah, we know it's love. We know that's your love style, but also, I can only handle like five percent of that a fucking day, bitch. It was already hard. It's, I need a cuddle and a bubble bath. I mean, and toxic, give me a blunt. And toxic masculinity is a thing, and it is definitely a big thing. So and, is toxic femininity. I know. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. This is going to be dope. It's going to be fun. And there will be a lot of thoughts. So we love y'all. Not don't, no no scallywagging. <laughs> no scallywagging. Fuck out of here. But all y'all stay Turn safe. This into dope thoughts. Fuck you thought. <laughs> y'all stay safe and stay hydrated out there. You gotta start a dope thoughts only fans. I'm dope, thoughts? I'm do- <laughs> dope thoughts. Dope thoughts. Dope thoughts. <laughs> We're about to start a dope thoughts only fans. Yo, y'all ain't ready for this shit. About to twerk with this merch on all summer. I might have about to, to twerk in that apron. I might have to hit up Chance and tell her which one of her Yo, $5 friends is going to do this. $5 friends? Is that what you just said? Yeah, the bubble thoughts. Oh, shit. Auto thoughts unite. You got to get the dope got, thoughts. One of the auto thoughts is going to have to Page do this. ready. Okay, the dope uh, thoughts. They ain't ready for this twerk twerkulation. <laughs> we twerk-a-lation. love y'all. <laughs> we love y'all. Y'all think we're playing. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. So <laughs> I got my, y'all can't see the workout bike, but a nigga, listen. It's right here. When I lose these 50 pounds, when I lose these 50 pounds and I start looking, when I go from looking like a Dunkaroo to a snack, (laughs) it's on the Isn't a Dunkaroo a snack, though? Exactly, but only certain people like it. But when I'm like, you know, a cherry or a white peach or like some type of grape, some type of snack that people all like to eat, I'm just going to be- Who the fuck out here eating white peaches? I don't know, bitch. I was just thinking of some bougie bullshit. I don't know. That's too bougie. I don't know. Whatever. Could have just said peaches. All right, Smokey, hit them with your bullshit. All right. uh, You know what? Be safe. Have fun. Don't get pregnant, but fuck a lot. And um, that's all I got today. Buy our merch, because if y'all been listening, you already know how to take care of yourself. It's about to be a dope dot summer. Yes, yes. Julian. I agree. Yes. And y'all got to get those suds. SJ suds. Hit them up. Yes. Get that soap, y'all. Don't be playing those games. Playing those games. Oh, she said that's going to be her hashtag when she gets her t-shirts. Yes. yes we're about to start a dope thoughts fucking hashtag. It's just going to be thoughts. T-H-O-T-Z. That's right. Oh, my aunt said white peaches are the bomb. Of course, your bougie hate- ass would like no. white peaches. Of course. Six, I ain't even mad. Six figures, Melissa. Of course. Okay. You, you would like okay. white peaches. First of all, Auntie okay. Mel Mel, we tried to get white peaches. And the reason I was mad when he said it is they have no fucking flavor. Like- <laughs> no flavor at all. My mom... 
Don't be telling people about the powdered donuts. Leave me alone. They don't know what the powdered donuts. They don't know what them powdered Fuck donuts is like. They don't know about that life. <laughs> I love y'all so much, everybody. Stay safe. We'll see y'all niggas next week. Peace. Love you.